0: Hello, hello, you guys. I am so excited. Ah, We have another awesome interview today, but before we dive into that and before I introduce this interview, I want to make sure you are in the Fiercely Unstoppable Entrepreneurs group because here's the deal. Right now, literally this week only, I am giving away one of my paid courses completely free, Money Making Sales Queen, and it is live for this week only, so make sure you go to the show notes, you jump into Fiercely Unstoppable Entrepreneurs, And you come join us. I'm so excited. All right, besides the fact of all the exciting things going on and all the cool things happening in my business and in my life, we're not gonna talk about me today. We are gonna be talking about Stephanie Schultz. Oh my gosh, she is such an amazing guest. I love this interview. And I wanna tell you a little bit about her because she is obsessed and so passionate with empowering women to live the life of their dreams through fitness, mindset, and business coaching. She is the founder of the Fitness and Body Confidence Program, Courageously Confident. She believes your potential is limitless and you can do anything you dream of with dedication, persistence, and a heart of gold. Steph is a peanut butter, powerlifting, go-getter, badass type of woman And she loves to share her life with you on Instagram. So her link to Instagram is in the show notes, but let's just go ahead and get started with this interview and dive in. All right, you guys. Well, I am so excited. Welcome back for another episode. We have an amazing guest today and she is such a powerhouse. If you have not seen her in the online space, you need to (laughs) go check her out. But Stephanie Schultz, and I am so excited you're here. I will introduce all of you later and all the other things, but tell us who you are and how you got to where you are today.
1: Oh my gosh. It's a loaded question. I know.
0: (laughs) Tell us all the things.
1: Yeah. So I'm really (laughs) excited to be here. I'm excited to chat with you today. This is going to be amazing. So like you said, I am Stephanie Schultz. You might know me as XOGNG on Instagram. That's kind of where it all started, to be honest. Um, Wow. Yeah. I'm going to start there. So. I I don't even know now. Like five years ago, when did Instagram become a thing? It's when I first got an iPhone years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I discovered Instagram, and I was in university, and I was like, "What do I do with this app?" Literally, because I'm like, what is, <laughs> "What is what is Instagram?" Mm-hmm. And um, so I started just sharing my life on Instagram. I started sharing my fitness journey and like my ups and downs, my struggles. I had no idea who was watching my post. Like I, yeah. you know what I mean? You just post cause it's fun and it's cool and that's what I was doing. And so I, I was going through like a weird time. I, I was, I had an eating disorder in, in university. And so yeah. I was posting a lot about like my recovery and going through that kind of thing. And then I began to notice that there was unfortunately this huge group of women who were relating to this and were like, Oh yeah. my gosh, like this is happening to me. Um, all these things. And they loved what I was saying, my posts and like what I was doing. And I just felt this beautiful sense of community that women could come together through, uh, you know, all over the world and connect on a way where maybe you can't find those same women where you live. Exactly. Yeah. So I just, for fun was using my Instagram as a way to connect. And I found people that I loved and learned from, and it was a really cool thing. So uh that's where it all started and I was going to school to become an elementary school teacher and oh my gosh. that kind of stopped along the <laughs> way clearly cuz that's not where I am now but through my whole like body image self-confidence journey I found that that path to become a teacher just wasn't right for me mm. and so I was trying to figure out well shit what is right for me because I'm the type of person I always need to be doing something super type A, like I need Mm-mm. to have a job, I need to know my path, like where am I gonna be in 10 years? Mm-hmm. <laughs> all of a sudden it hit me. I'm not happy. I don't want to be a teacher. Yeah, but I don't know what what I'm gonna do. So mm. I moved back home. I started to obviously become healthier like physically and mentally. And I'm like, well, I do love health and fitness. So I started taking, you know, online courses and programs in nutrition, and I started like getting group fitness certifications, so I was going down this road of more like health and fitness and wellness, still growing just my Instagram because it was fun, like for no purpose. And I had odd jobs here and there. I was a social media um, manager for a very like high top-notch social media influencer. I did that. I thought that was my dream job. Like I thought I made it. This is my life. Um, that ended and it ended for a purpose because like literally a week later I started my own offers through Instagram and I started, um, doing fitness programs for women. And then a year and a half later, I'm on this podcast right now talking to yes. you, and created oh, goodness. a full time, um, job, you know, coaching women online now, not just in fitness, but in mindset and also in business. So I think that wasn't too long of an explanation. No, I I love it forever. Yeah, no, I love, love, love this. Okay, so how
0: you, you are so right. So many people are like, okay, this is my path and this is where I'm going. And like, you know, most people go to school to like get a job at the end of it. (laughs) I've been there, done that, did not get a job at the end of it. But, um, how did you stay confident and knowing and trusting this journey when you are such a type A, like, I want to know my vision and where I'm going kind of a person. I'm totally that way too. So As things have like, okay, maybe this is the answer. Maybe this is the answer. Well, this is now the answer, but this is evolving into this. How did you stay really confident in that decision and kind of allow that intuition to hit?
1: Yeah, that's tough. That is tough, especially like you said, with personalities, like we like know the next thing we like to know, the exact income we like to know, all the things. So honestly, for real, I haven't stepped into trusting, like trusting the path Until um, until last year, 2018, Mm. I really started to just trust and and believe that what is next is going to happen, and trust my gut and my intuition when it comes to who I am as a coach and who the type of women I serve and that kind of thing. Because at the beginning of my journey, I was just known as like fitness stuff, fitness, 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 and I loved it, and I still do. It's like something will be part of me forever. But I. I wanted to dive in deeper into mindset and I always knew I love social media and marketing Mm -hmm. and like all these things. But I felt like, Oh, if I go into like different avenues, like that's not right. Cause I was always told just do one thing and how to be successful. So, you know, if I was to pinpoint one area, it was really just in the back of my mind. I always thought I had to do one thing. Mm-hmm. but to trust that I don't have to do one thing. I could do whatever the hell I want to do. That's why yeah. I live this lifestyle. Yeah. And I actually stepped into it and it, it is successful. That comes back as confidence to me showing like, I can be many different things, all parts of me as I grow. So yeah. I think, I think it's just about doing it, even though it's scary and then seeing that result, give you that confidence. And then you just, you know, it's okay.
0: Hmm. So for someone who is in this like internal struggle of I'm doing this thing or I'm doing this job, or maybe I'm doing this business and they know that it's not really right for them. They know that it's not the right thing. What advice do you have for someone like that? Who maybe doesn't even know the next step or what to do next?
1: Well, that was literally me a year ago. Yeah. 2018, January, February, March where I was, I was so unhappy, like, and I felt it in my heart. And so I was like, what is wrong? Like right. I'm doing all the things, right. Like I'm, you know, I'm doing all the steps, but just internally, I felt like, oh my God, like something is off. And so for me, I had to sit with myself and say, I am not happy and I, mm-hmm. I can do something about it. But that's mm-hmm. a really, it takes everyone, I think a different amount of time to realize, okay, I'm not happy. What can I do to change? Um, So allow yourself to be, allow yourself to feel. And what worked for me was hiring a coach because I didn't have any support at the time. I was just like doing it all myself. Uh And so I kind of discovered different people I was attracted to, who I really loved, like their vibe. And that moment of not just like hiring the coach, but stepping, it was like a sign of stepping into the new me. It just Mm -hmm. was like this lightning kind of feeling like, wow, I just did this. This is a new level. This is me stepping into what I needed to do and have that support of someone saying like, you can do whatever you want to do. Like you are so meant for this. Sometimes we just need that push. Mm -hmm. So whether it's hiring a mentor or a coach, or maybe you have a support system of friends or, you know, business babes or whatever, and just like, let it out. How are you feeling? Because we live this life and we're supposed to like, we need to love it. And there's of mm-hmm. course ups and downs. So when you're feeling it down, just feel it and discover what's wrong. Let go of what's not working and give yourself space to bring in what, what could be working.
0: Yeah. So can you paint us a picture of maybe more in depth of what this last year looked like for you? Because You're one of those people that I looked at in the online space that I was like, wait, who is this girl? She just like blew up out of nowhere. And as I know, and everybody knows here, and we'll just remind you again, all the people listening, no one is an overnight success. No. Right. So where, so can you paint more of what was happening last year? How you were feeling? What were you, you you thinking maybe even before you hired your coach? Um, I don't know if that was the first coach you hired or what that experience looked like were you in the same business? And then where are you now? You know, the goals that you're hitting, like
1: what, and then what shifted, you know? Yeah. So I'll start actually a year and a half. When this started, I joined a very large group program. Okay. I literally had someone familiar with with investing in yourself at that point. Yeah. So it was, it was very large. Like there were a lot of people in it. There were two coaches and it was just kind of me I didn't even know what the online coaching space was. I wow. I, I was like, what? I can monetize online? I had yes! no idea. You're like, okay, tell me yeah, what I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I'm just going to try this. So it was a few months and then it ended. So during that mm. time, I created my Courageously Confident Fitness program. I had clients. Okay, good. I was making money. Okay, good. And then mm-hmm. that ended. And then I just thought, okay, so I'll like keep running these new sessions of this program kind of thing. Mm which I was doing. And then, so that brought me into the beginning of 2018 and I, I felt good and it, it looked good. I was making money, whatever, but I didn't feel good just cause I felt lost. I felt like something was missing, but I didn't know what it was. Yeah. So then I went through like a tough weeks where I was just unhappy. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I think it's time to invest again. So I was kind of like looking I think I was feeling like I'm pulled towards a 1-on-1 coach. That was what yeah. I was pulled towards. Um just because I thought, you know, I I've, I've done the group thing, I want to experience more on an intimate level. So I I decided to kind of look around. I I just literally hired who I was pulled to. I saw a live stream it's Melanie and layer is my coach. Mm-hmm. I preach her out. Like she's, yeah, amazing. she was on the podcast actually a few episodes ago. So oh you my oh, go check her out. So, <laughs> so I literally saw one live stream of her. I had knew nothing else. I just messaged her. was like, I, how do I get connected? That's yeah. Last April, that. last April. So she just literally showed me a new side of like this coaching world that it doesn't have to be all strategy. It doesn't have to be this, this, and this. She really opened, me up and opened myself up. And so mm-hmm. that's what happened like spring, summer yeah. of 2018. And I just kind of evolved and was like, I am this woman that it sounds so bizarre, but like I, <laughs> when I was four years old, I knew and I claimed that I was meant for more. I had no idea what that even meant, but yes. now what that meant. So yes. <laughs> I like stepped into this new me of the beginning of the summer of 2018, this new vibe, this new energy. I wasn't afraid anymore. I'm not holding back who I am. I stick up for myself. Like I used to hold back so much. I used to lower my prices for people. I was just like a hot mess. and so Cause I didn't know what to do. And so I I did that and I stepped into more of who, who I am and what I love and the type of coach that I am and the type of women I want to work with. And the whole 2018 was me kind of discovering that and actually putting it into place and feeling it and embody it. Mm. And right now, like January, 2019 is me just living it. Like that is my new standard. And so I'm not an overnight success. Like that is not a thing. Mm -hmm. And I, something I say to people is I was on Instagram for five years before Mm -hmm. building a community. Yeah. And you have a, you
0: you have a huge Instagram following right now. It's like 30,000, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, like, which is incredible. Congratulations, just like you. celebrating you on that because oh, that's so amazing. I was like looking the other day. I was like, "Damn,
1: girl, you yeah. got a lot of followers," which is and, so fun.
0: Yeah,
1: and and that that was that's all organic from yeah. years before me never being yeah. a coach or ever thinking that. So I, anyone who says, "Can you give me a few tips?" I'm just like, "Be yourself mm. and, and be you," and people will love what you have to share because that's mm. what I did. And even for coaches, like. Don't try and be so salesy all the time. People want to yeah. like look at your posts and like interact with it and love it and read about you and learn and that's you selling anyways, right? right. Without being directly like here's my program, right? So yeah. Um I always say like I it was 5 years of me on Instagram. It doesn't have to take you 5 years if you're listening right now. But just saying like for for my story it's, it was five years of genuine following and many of them have turned into clients, obviously. So, and also it's like how quickly things changed for you, right?
0: Because now can you tell everybody kind of your income that you're kind of bringing in each month now?
1: Yeah. So I, I, so I am, I just want to make this so, so aware. I am not money driven at all. I don't have, I do not have monthly income goals. I don't have yearly goals. I, it's like, that just doesn't drive me. Totally. Anyways, but it is important, obviously, because we live mm-hmm. our lives and need to live and mm-hmm. make money and we and pay bills whatever. and live. Yeah. <laughs> um, my, for 2018, the beginning of the year, I was maybe making like a thousand a month. Yeah. Um, I And then come the summer and into the fall of ending 2018, I've had... 35 K launches. I've had like 40 K months. I, so then with that adding up, I've had like over 160 K year that is um, so starting amazing. off. Yeah. Well the reason I want people to hear this is because yeah. it doesn't
0: have to take a long time for things to come together for things to happen and that's why I like talking about money. It's yeah. not ever really about the money. It's about how it makes you feel and it's about what it allows you to do. It's it's for anyone it's never really about the money. It's what right it's what it's going to allow you to do. And so many people desire that next level. So many people like want that, but they think that it's so far away and it has to be so far away, or it's not going to happen for another couple of years. That literally shifted in less than a year for you. Yeah. So I'd love to talk about this idea of the strategy versus the mindset and allowing yourself to kind of step away just from strategy, stepping more into mindset. I know you said you love mindset before, Mm -hmm. but you kind of gave yourself permission to let go of that. So what was that journey like, especially for those people who are those type A overachievers, they think, okay, well, how do I do this? I'm such a how person myself and I have to remind myself, okay, well, it doesn't matter about the how, it doesn't matter about the how, that's not my job. So how did you transition into allowing yourself? To just feel really good and release that, how and
1: trust your intuition and break all the rules as a yes. type A personality. So, I think a lot of my type A personality kind of rules structured stemmed from maybe I, I really actually, you just sparked something. So, thank Ooh, you. Um, I feel <laughs> like I was conditioned as a child to yeah. be. I I totally agree. I feel like I am truly like Stephanie Schultz is more intuitive. So Mm. as I was learning more about myself last year, I was like, you know, not interviewing, that's a weird word, but like, like seeing different coaches or like, you know what I mean? Okay, what is this person about? And so, so some are more about structure and strategy and that is really great. Like that's important. Some are more intuitive. And at that time in my life, I was pulled towards uh, Melanie because she was super intuitive intuitive and it just felt, it felt so right. And I said, Mm -hmm. I feel like this is a new shift for me. I need to follow what my heart and soul is saying. Mm -hmm. So I I stepped into that being more intuitive. And with that became more of, you know, this is making money is, yeah, you need to like do the things and launch and all this stuff, Mm -hmm. but it's actually about who you are. It's Mm -hmm. it's how you show up. And so Mm -hmm. when I started to show up as this like strong, empowered, like business woman who is a leader, that is when Mm. I started to make more money. Not because I made or had Facebook ads or did a certain Mm. sales pitch. It's because I just showed up in this way that's confident and is excited and is happy. That is
0: can we break that down for people who are like, okay, well, what does that even mean? Like, what does that even look like? What would be the first few steps to that you would give to someone to helping them show up more as a leader to draw that into their life and into
1: their business? Yeah. So I really think, and, and this, I'm literally like, I can picture the day. <laughs> I, I literally think it can be as small as dressing up like changing your vibe, getting a new haircut, like stepping into a new energy. Mm. And literally that can be that small. And say you go on Facebook live, you're feeling confident. You feel like you look good, like you're on and it just, it just flows, you know, something like that, or really just like like you, if you want to be a coach and own a business, you are a leader. People want to right. go to your energy. So yeah. you want to be attracted to people who are happy, people who are confident. Mm-hmm. So as when I show up, I want people to feel like, Oh, I want her, her energy is continuing mm-hmm. like, literally, This is just me. I'm happy all the time. But mm-hmm. like, I just, I just started to honestly, it sounds so easy, but I just started to be myself. Mm-hmm. And so anyone listening, if you, I think we're, we need to, we put ourselves in categories or we're, we're scared to show up as ourselves because it is scary, right? It is scary. There's people mm-hmm. watching, but when you truly just are yourself, whether it's just more introverted and laid back or whatever, people will connect with you and the right people will connect with you. Exactly. And I think yeah. that's the key thing. And, and it does take some maybe like internal work where you just sit with yourself and like, who am I? How do I want to be because mm. we hide so much. And mm-hmm. I think it's just letting go of that. For me, it felt like I was in a jail for so long, like i putting yeah. walls around myself. And I'm like, this is no fun. I don't want to live like this. I never did. But after so many experiences, I think even in childhood or whatever, we just build walls and are afraid to express and be ourselves.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think so often, I mean, I can even remember specific times in my life where I was always this loud, you know, energetic being and people would diminish that and people would Mm -hmm. diminish that power, you know, like, um, even just in school with, with everybody, how we're taught to like, we have to raise our hand in order to speak and that it's not allowed in any other circumstances. Or I used to have people to tell me to talk quieter and talk slower and not be so loud and not be so like, You know, like I had, I remember even just in Denver not long ago, someone like asked me why I was so happy. And I was just walking on the street and they're like, why are you so happy? And I was like, what? I was like, that's, that's a weird problem. Like that's, that should not be the question that people are asking. So I love this idea though, of just allowing yourself and giving yourself permission to be truly who you are. And I think that's one of the things that for whatever reason we get distracted by life. We get distracted by our daily daily do's and the thing we do every single day. I mean, that's part of the reason why I finally dyed my hair pink. I was like, this is fun. (laughs) Like, why not? Like I can dye it back if I want to, but like it became one of
1: those things that I was like exploring who I am and who I get to be. And so I still have days where I'm like, why does, why do things feel off? Like what, like, why do I feel off? And I really like take time to just sit with yourself and just be and like shut off from what everyone else is doing and give yourself space to just kind of rest or whatever. Cause it is a lot of energy to give yourself so much like freely on social media and to your clients and to all these things. And then we're consuming what everyone else is doing. Like that's Mm -hmm. a lot of energy. And so sometimes if I, I'll still feel like, Oh, why am I blocked? Why don't I have an idea? Give yourself a day, give yourself a weekend, give yourself a week, whatever you need and go and be and who you are will come back to you.
0: Yeah. Like it's remembering what we know. Like you said in the very beginning, you were like, when I was younger, I knew I was meant for more. Same way, girlfriend. Like I was like, I'm going to be Celine Dion's backup dancer. I was (laughs)
1: like my little girl dream. Like that is a huge dream. That's something that's like not like a normal, like- so here's the thing too, and especially because I know entrepreneurs, online coaches, women listen to you to this podcast yeah. is if you are called to this, you are meant for more. So Absolutely. shine girl, fucking shine. Like yeah. it's just, I, I don't want women to hold themselves back. Whether you are a coach listening to this or no matter what you do, we just hold ourselves back because like you were talking about, we're conditioned, like put your hand up, like calm mm-hmm. down, don't be you, like dim your light. Why? Why? I want to see more women shine. I want to see what you're about. I want to like, who are you? Like, show it. Yeah. Like, I'm because I hid myself for years because right. when I was young, I was teased, and then I thought, okay, I can't be myself. Like, blah blah blah. So then I live myself literally hiding and like doing really bad things to my health because mm-hmm. I was afraid. I was afraid to be me, and it's just it's so sad. And I'm just like shine, and and it's mm-hmm. hard. Because we're afraid of being judged, we're afraid of whatever. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, people might not like it. <laughs> it's okay, and that's okay. Like, and honestly, it's a good thing. Like I, I, I just read a post recently about the
0: trolls that you wish you didn't have, and how they're actually benefiting you in the future, in the long run. Like if you had, if you never had a troll until you were making a million dollars. That would trip you up massively. And that's not where you need to be in a million dollar space. Like that's why we need these things to happen now. We need to go through these things now. Um, but I love, love, love this because so often we just don't even give ourselves permission to just be who we are and allow ourselves to open up and blossom as that person. Like it took me moving across the country to figure out who I actually was and who I wanted to be. And so, like, as this new year blossoms, like I encourage everyone to just Figure out who that is. Allow yourself to dream and like yeah. really dream and just be who you want to be and listen to those intuition nudges. Um. So, okay, I'd love to go back to like the mindset and strategy aspect and balancing the two within business. Ooh, we talk yes. on that a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> No, um, is there like something specific or just kind of in general, I think it's like in general, but also it's like, what do you personally like to do to balance the two or what strategies do you love that 100% work for you and what mindset, you know, tips and techniques do you use maybe more so on a monthly, weekly, daily basis to help yeah. you get to your goals. So obviously your goals you said aren't monetary, right? I I'm totally driven by money. I like, I'm like, yes, but yeah. it's not my only like goal, right? But, like, oh, oh, there's, uh, obviously there's always goals attached to it, but yeah. It's like what are your goals p- specifically for you? Like what do you get driven by? Yeah. Um
1: and then how do you balance between the two? And what are your favorite tips between those? Well, obviously like anyone, right. We, we love to do what we love to do. Like I want to create what I love to do and I, I, what I'm good at is what makes me happy. So, Mm -hmm. um, when I create programs and bring, you know, women into coaching and stuff like that, I'm like, what do I really love and what's valuable to people? So at the end of the day, that's just my goal is to coach and teach women what I love and, and they just need help in. So whether that's fitness, whether that's mindset, whether that's yes. social media, whatever. Um, obviously my goal in life, like selfishly, is to be just really happy and have freedom and be able to go and effortlessly spend hundreds of dollars on a meal because I can. Or right. like do something re- like really spontaneous. So many
0: people, that's so many people's desires and dreams, just, you know? Just, it's so true. Yeah
1: spontaneous fun. And it doesn't yeah. matter if it costs X amount of money. Like it just feels yep. safe right now. I'm like planning a, a wedding and ah! i getting married and I'm not worried that, Oh, this costs this much. Like it's just fun. Yeah. And, and that's what money is experience and things like that. So my goal, yes, I need money to do those things. Um, uh, but my goal is to just have fun and, and be at ease. So, mm-hmm. um, so that's kind of my goals. And So when you're talking about like, what do I do, mindset, set myself up and then goals and strategy. So for me, every single day, I have certain, I have a podcast episode about this. It's like my Mm non-negotiables, so things that I need to do for myself pretty much on a daily basis that keep me feeling really good. So one of that is, you know, going to the gym. I don't start, I don't start actual work, I'm doing quotations, (laughs) um, until 1 p.m. in the afternoon. Oh my gosh. Um, Awesome. My morning, I'll do emails and social media, like that's fun. I like to spend my morning just kind of slow, not forced and stressed because if I'm forced and stressed in the morning, that Mm -hmm. carries with me throughout the day. That's just a me thing. Mm -hmm. So I like take it slow. I go to the gym, whatever, come home, shower, and then I start my, my day with calls, work, whatever. So it's really important for me and whatever the thing is for you is to find things that just keep you feeling really good. Um, mm. so for me, that's the gym, that's eating well, that's like having energy, that's you know, s- stopping at a certain time at night, I need my sleep, just something <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> um, stuff like that. Yeah. That's more mindset stuff, keeping me surrounded mm. by high vibe women, like other coaches mm. who are going through similar things. I'm like, okay, who can I text? Who am I friends with? Like I'm going through someone something that's not necessarily your coach, right? Sometimes we just need like, right. like friendship conversation. Um, so that's more mindset stuff again, always going back, like we were just talking to what my why is, like what my purpose is here in the online space. So I'm not getting consumed by numbers and things like that. Cause when I get into that space, me personally, it just, things don't work when I'm focused on, Oh, I need to get 30 people in this or I need to make X amount of money. It just doesn't work for me, but that might work for some people. And that's, okay. I think it's just about being aware of what works and what doesn't work for you. Yeah. A strategy. Honestly, the biggest thing I can say for me, and that has really worked in the past year is creating hype.
0: Yeah. What,
1: what you make is freaking amazing and get excited about it. And when one person signs up, you celebrate that and hype it up, show people like people are joining, like share your clients results, like hype it up because other people are watching and that they're, then they're going to step in your energy in your program.
0: Can you give some examples of like visual examples of like, okay, this is what that could look like. This is how you can build that hype in the social media
1: online space. So even like a week, two weeks before, or even during the process of you creating a program or a new thing, or you're launching something, Mm -hmm. tease it. Say, Hey, Oh my God, I can't even imagine what I'm about to release to you. Like, I I can't, I wish I could tell you right now, but like tea, get people up, right? Mm -hmm. Literally the day before you launch something, make a post, say tomorrow, I'm going to launch the most incredible thing I've ever done in my entire life. Mm. status. People are going to be like waiting. What is it? Like, what is it? Yeah. (laughs) Then the next day, post your new branding, launch your new program or whatever it is and just make it the most amazing, like talk. Your post should be like when people read it, you're so gravitated towards it. Like no one could say no to it because Mm -hmm. you just made this. You made this. Isn't it crazy to think like you made this program Mm -hmm. that could potentially change someone's life. Mm, yeah, don't. That is not small. That is huge. So, yeah. so act like it. So I think branding is everything. Like, go get a photo shoot done. Get your graphic designer to do a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, get it. Like, shock people with your branding, with the status, with the hype. Like, that is huge. And then something I love to do, as you continue, like I'm talking about, like launching something now. As people sign up, and I keep advertising throughout the advertising process tag your clients in the post because then they comment and get excited. And then everyone sees like they're, Oh, they're signed up. Oh, they're signed up. And it creates, yeah. so mm. oh,
0: that's a, that's I just love those. Tip. I love those little strategy tips. Cause I think those are things like just things that people don't necessarily think about, or they don't know about. And that's what I love about strategy. It's like, it's not, all, it, obviously we know it's not about strategy. I just believe right. it's like, 80% mindset and 20% strategy, but we still do need to know how to do things. We of can't sit on our couch and be like, okay, like I <laughs> 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 we have to get there. So I love that. So talking about feeling good, feeling confident, everything we're doing, what are your top tips? Cause I know you and I both talk a lot about confidence, which I love, but what are your personal top tips to helping
1: people feel more confident just in your day-to-day life? Yeah, I honestly, get yourself number one in a space where you physically feel good. Like Mm. I don't feel confident as much as I feel really comfortable. I don't feel confident in my, I wear my fiance's like shorts and like a baggy shirt. (laughs) And I'm like not wearing a bra and like no makeup on like really comfortable, but I'm not confident. So like start with yourself, like put a little makeup on, have Mm -hmm. a shower, like step into like a, a vibe.
0: I always feel really powerful when I have lipstick and I like, I don't know what it is. It's just like, I put my lipstick on and I'm just like, I am here. I yes. have a right. Yes. Like, look at me. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. So get yourself so feeling good. When you look at yourself, you feel beautiful and yes. in gorgeous, right? Like, whatever that is for you. I'm not saying change the way you look, but like, you know, get yourself. I know I feel a little better when I put something on and not in yeah. clothes. Like, number one, just feeling better. Cause then when you feel like you look good, which yeah. totally the same thing, you're gonna yeah. see speak with that confidence because you just, you're like, I look good right now. So what I have to say just comes across a little more confident, like Mm -hmm. I'll go on live stream sometimes and I'm like, just come out of the gym because something came to me and I feel my intuition I'll do it. But when I feel a little more dressed up and I'm doing like a video or a talk or whatever, I just give off more confidence and people feed Mm -hmm. on that. So doing that, Um, confidence, confident, confidence, what else? Just moving your body, fueling your body in a healthy way. Like I am a fitness coach. So, you know, that's that's something too. And like, you know, I, I'm, I talk a lot about body image, but you know, in a, in a way, so like, I want you to look in the mirror and just love, love yourself Mm. And, and that you can still be working on your body, but still look in the mirror and love it. That that yeah. to happen, and and so yeah. really embrace confidence, like confidence in who you are, what you have to say, what your body looks like. I feel like there's like this thing going on right now where it's like it doesn't matter what I look like, or like I, or I don't have to love my body. I don't know. There's like a weird thing going on on social media, mm-hmm. but I think that we should love our bodies and be proud to say that. So absolutely, whatever your body looks like, I'm not saying there has to be a certain way, but. I think really finding that that self-love and self-confidence comes comes number one. Um again to even I'm just thinking about like a workspace. Like, yeah. like decorate your workspace where you feel good being in it. Like that really mm-hmm. helps you find. And surrounding yourself with really amazing people. Mm-hmm. You know, whether that's removing people as well. And yes, like sometimes you have to remove people who don't support you or whatever. That's space To have people who support you, whether it's family, friends, whether it's other, you know, coaches and you have a little tribe of people Um, that really helps. Like I've got people that I'm like voice messaging all day. I'm like, oh my God. Like, and you get this love back. And that connection has really helped me in the last year having close friends who so I don't know if you guys know Elena Sanders. She is standing in my wedding and we Aww. have never met in person before, but we've been best friends through like the online space. It's That's insane. so exciting. So find, find people, your tribe, yeah. find your tribe that can help you through things, build your confidence. And when you go on live video or you post something, you always know you have this like cheerleading team, whether your clients or not, they love you and they support yeah. you.
0: Yeah, let's okay. I would really love to dive into that because, um, how you have a ton, a huge following of people who do love you. Like, I love the tips a lot. A lot of what we talked about is like feeling really good and sharing your truth and just being who you are, giving yourself permission to be exactly who you are. How do you build more of the camaraderie around that to encourage people to engage in your stuff so more people see it, more people engage? But also, I feel like you have a really awesome presence online to where you're like, okay, you post something and then you just have like a bunch of comments. It, it could be like for no reason, but just for awesomeness. Like I love this. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. So how did you create that? And how did you, um, cause I truly believe the speed of the leader is the speed of the game. So mm-hmm. if the leader is showing people what to do, then that, then people follow. Yes. So how did you create this online presence showing up as this expert and, really heightening your engagement and everything as well. Well,
1: I just want to say there are times that I do post and no one <laughs> so, Welcome to the world. <laughs> yes. Totally. The algorithm. Okay. No. Um, <laughs> honestly, and this again, it's like mindset and people are just going to be like, stop. But truly when I post and it's not the most scripted thing in the world. I didn't plan it out the day before. And I'm just like, genuinely, this is how I'm feeling right now. It gets the most engagement. So I Mm. truly feel there's like this connection just between realness and rawness that people feel, and then they want to comment and connect with it. Mm. So an example of that is when I was, um, launching my fitness program the last time, and I was do I was like near the end and I had a, a literally, I had a planned out post the night before for what I was going to put on in the morning. But the next morning I was like, no, like Eric and I, Eric's my fiance, we took this cool selfie at the gym. Like, I just want to post that for fun. And I'm like, you know, with no intention behind it. And I literally had like people in my inbox from that post Mm. wanting to join. And it was just, it was like this random, like, wasn't a picture perfect, like professional photo. Mm -hmm. It was just like blurry selfie And people loved it. Mm. So people love rawness, right? Your clients aren't necessarily looking for a professionally done photo of you with your hair and makeup done. Like, of course I love seeing those. And like, I do those, but we also want to see the real you like, Oh, that was you this morning at the gym. Or that was you when you went and got your Starbucks. Or that was you Mm -hmm. like the realness is so huge. So I, I find that's the best thing. If I posted pictures of me in a studio all the time, like how can we all relate to that? We can't. That Yeah, is realness. That is true. Like I do have photo shoots, like of course, but I think the most engagement I get is like, here I am. Here's a selfie. (laughs) Yeah. So how do you, what tips do you have for someone who's still a little fearful
0: of being raw and real? Or even the people who are like, okay, I want to be more raw. That's totally fine. I can talk about whatever, but how do I even start talking about it? Like, how do I make that transition to opening myself up and people reading that? So what tips do you have for that person who's wondering those things?
1: um i I know that it is hard. I mean, I share a lot like God like ninety five percent of my life in the online space, so it is vulnerable and it's scary and i so I get that. I always like to remember that it what you share and the more raw it is, the more likely it's gonna help someone, mm. whether it's the exact experience or someone can relate to the way you're feeling. I just, you're going to help someone by sharing something that's vulnerable.
0: Yeah. And I
1: think that's so special. And when it comes from a place like that, it's just going to feel so much better. Like there's no expectation behind it. You're not trying to make a sale. You're just sharing something that's from your heart and soul. And I am guilty. I used to, well, if I, like when you make a post, sometimes if I'm inspired, I'll like write it down. Like, oh, I need to share this. Like, yeah. But if I wake up tomorrow and I feel a different pull, I'll write something now. You write it and allowing yourself to write it
0: down, get the burst of inspiration out, but then it's okay. If it's not always perfect, it's okay. Like, I think this whole, the whole point of this whole, I feel like everything we're talking about is just have freaking fun. Yeah. Allow yourself to be you. Open up because really the whole point about business in general is the goal is to help someone, no matter what kind of business you have, whether yeah. you're selling a product, whether you're, whether you are a coach, whether you're online, whether you're in person, it doesn't matter. The goal is to help people. And I think when we remove ourselves from that situation and we remember why we started this in the first place and what it's going to do for others and then we just
1: have fun with it along the way, yeah. that is the answer. And we, so many people, like you said, like, we're coaches. So of course we can get into this space of like, go, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle. And then we kind of lose that, that area of fun and purpose. So we are humans and (laughs) obviously, uh, (laughs) this is why I'm here. We are humans. No. Uh, So again, personal, but it's just realness is, is my father just passed away. So Mm -hmm. I have this whole new thing where I always knew this, but things happen really fast. Our life is happening now. Like all we have is now. So why not be really fucking happy and just love life? This is life. Right. And when you stop and think like, this is our life. So why, why feel like hustle or like icky and not happy when we could feel really good if we just decided to do things like that?
0: yeah and well, choose to so feel good, even if that means I'm gonna feel good because I put makeup on today. Yes. I'm gonna feel good because I made my bed if that's where you're at you're at that's fine yeah right? And like I love I love to do this little pillow test. Like when I was having a really hard time and after I went through my abusive relationship and after I kind of was like rebuilding my confidence from the ground up, and sometimes I still do it today. If I find myself getting caught up in like my results, is I'll do a little pillow test and be like, okay, did, what did I accomplish? What is one thing that I accomplished today that I feel really
1: good about? Yeah. And just reminding yourself of, of that good feeling. I love I that. I love that mm-hmm. so much. Or even I used to do the, like gratitude, like what today yeah. am I happy for? Like yeah. we forget about the small things sometimes. And those really are like the big things. They really are.
0: And they add up. I love, uh, okay. Well, I know you just told us about one thing that you were working through currently, but this podcast is really all about stepping into your fiercely unstoppable self. Mm -hmm. So can you tell us about a previous time that you overcame an obstacle and when
1: you did, you felt extremely victorious? Yes. So the number one thing that stands out, and it's because I was told this so much and I believed it is you can only do one thing in the coaching space. You can only coach one thing and that's how you'll be successful. So that's when I was really stuck and unhappy just doing fitness, 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 which I love. But another part of me was pulling towards more. So when I stepped into, I did a mindset program and that was successful and it was so good. And I was like, Oh my God, I just did that. And I wanted to do it, but I didn't think I could. And it was, that was huge for me. And Mm. so if you're listening right now and you feel like, Oh, you want to coach one thing, but you also want to coach another. You can.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) There are no rules. Exactly. There are no (laughs) rules. So that was something that wrote was really holding me back, which sounds so dumb when I say it back, but it Mm -hmm. just, the thought in my head was like, well, I can't because I don't know. I just can't. Right. So -hmm. when I allowed myself to do it and I saw that I can be successful and share that part of me was amazing for me. Hmm. I
0: love it. I love it. Okay. Well, what is like the most exciting thing going on in your life or your business right now? Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, well I'm engaged. That's yeah, really exciting. Know, it is really exciting. I love seeing like all your posts about, you know, like engagement and stuff. And I'm like, yes, I love it. <laughs> um, and I have the courageously confident
1: podcast as well.
0: Yes. Awesome. Well, I know they're going to just love listening to this. Love seeing you. Love seeing more of you. Thank you so much for being on today. This was
1: such a good convo. Thank you for having me. You're so.